Welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today, I have the honor to learn from Raul Sharma. Raul has dedicated his life to building mindsets that achieve excellence. Raul is a dynamic leader in India who resides in Ashburn, Virginia. He has an MBA in human resources and a master's in organization development. So, Raul, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you taking the time to come onto my show today, but I'm going to open up with this question. You've been in this industry for 20 plus years. What got you started? <laughs> so uh, eventually it is the networking. It is the one thing, uh, knowing people got me started, uh, the role, the job. And uh, in the last 20 years, I have been fortunate to hire many youngsters train many youngsters and have an amazing experience working with them uh, growing, growing up. And I realized that most of the new joiners in any organization, when they join, they join with a big hope. They join that they want to fulfill their dreams. But probably within the six months time frame, I don't know what happens. Something happens <laughs> yes. that the dreams get shattered or probably they are out of the organization or uh, they are not able to accomplish their dream. So that thought of helping people realizing their dream, unleashing their potential is what keeps me going and what has inspired me to be where I am today. That's amazing. And I, I kind of want to touch on that part where you say, People typically, when let's say when they graduate college, they go out with kind of big hopes and dreams that I'm going to go change the world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that excitement in the air and then kind of what you alluded to. About six months, something happens. So could you kind of dive into that and kind of share what what's kind of going on there? Like why after six months do people just kind of lose that passion, that dream? Yeah, so... One, one thing I've noticed, Josh, is uh, people always believe that grass is greener on the other side. Um, for I will give you a specific example on the sale. So most of the people, when they see a salesperson, they think that, oh, my God, I want to take this job. I want to have those happy hours. I want to go for the client meeting, travel on flight. This is a fun job. But no one takes help or takes time to really understand what does it take to be a successful salesperson. Mm. And in that six months time frame, once they are done with their training, once they are doing the shadowing, they realize that sales is not as what they were thinking. Sales is all about the numbers, persistency. I mean, cold calling. Um, you have to be nasty at times, you know, people are just showing doors to you. Still, you have to show up with a smile and ask for an appointment. So it is a different uh, game altogether. And once the individuals, they realize that, oh, my God, this is what all I have to do. No, this is not for me. And then they start thinking about some different options. So their dreams get shattered because they were not fully prepared for the role that they wanted. They never spoke with any successful salespeople before they actually started the job. 
I mean, when I say they, I mean, I'm generalizing. I'm, it may not be true mm-hmm. for everyone. I know some of them, they really do a good homework before they actually get into a job. But most of us, uh, we, we, we don't get time because we are so busy with our exams. We are so busy uh, with mm-hmm. our planning of final, uh, finals. And then once we graduate, we definitely want to take a vacation. So we go on vacation. And then right after that, we have a job which is standing. So we don't get time to spend on things which is so critical for us, which is knowing the, about the career, talking to those people who are already living that life to see if this resonates with you or not. I agree. That's actually some advice I got a while back was find the people that where they're at and even uh, different stages as well, because like I've had the chance to talk with uh, people that 40 years down the road, they've retired. They're, they're living the high life and like, yeah, these are some things you can learn. And then had people in the middle of their careers, some people just starting their careers. And the, the thing is, is when you surround yourself with people in different stages of their life and it gives you kind of that perspective of, so then when you're there, you actually have kind of that preparation of, oh, this is what this person meant when they were talking to me a while back and said, oh, watch out for this. And you're like, oh, this is what they meant. And it's easier, yeah, to kind of look in, like in hindsight and say, oh, yeah, duh, I should have done that. But like, you have to remember that some people when they're first starting out, they don't realize like, that's all they got. They they got limited experience. They don't know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. They kind of have that hope and there'll be a better future. On that note, Josh, uh, I know most of the schools, they require uh, students to go for their internship. Mm. I think folks who are listening and if they are students, focus on internship, get serious on the internship because this internship is just letting you know what you will do when you get that job. Um, and if we are just doing it for the sake of doing, we may not we may not be doing justice to ourselves. Uh, you can fool the world, but don't fool yourself. That is something I would recommend to everyone. No, I I agree with that. I like that that thought. And on on the topic of internships, real quick, I I actually had the opportunity to last year, last semester of high school. I had the opportunity to do something like that. And that's ultimately what kind of drove me this way. I, I'll admit when I was in school, it's like, I, dude, I don't really know <laughs> what I want to do. It's, and that's, that's the big question. It's like, all right, I need to actually find something that one, and this is, this is hard to come to terms with one that you're good at Two, You have to realize that you're probably going to suck at it compared to everyone else that's been doing it for a while. And then three, you have to actually like, doing it (laughs) and yeah I I agree the internships it helps you recognize also that what what it is you like and also what you don't like and then you can Mm -hmm. kind of hone in on absolutely absolutely that you like I think uh, along with the internship Josh one of the things which is also helpful is doing your own self-assessment there are many uh, tests available online where you get to know about your strengths your areas of improvement and that really allow you to know what kind of profile would be helpful for you. Because knowing our uh, areas of improvement is important so that we know where we need to work on. Uh, 
right? Uh, most of us, we are not aware of what we really want. What is our purpose? <laughs> and we just go with the wind and just uh, go wherever God take us. And this is just kind of a thought. I, I've actually been thinking about this quite recently, just my free free time. And I think that there's, like you talked about, there's your purpose, but then there's also the goals to get into that purpose, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious, what one, what's your goal setting strategy? Because I think goals really give us a direction to point in. Mm-hmm. And then two, how do you kind of find that purpose? So then, because that's, that's what I think ultimately will drive you to like pursue something great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, uh, Josh, I focus on setting short-term goals. Uh, yes, I have a vision, mission, everything, but from a goal perspective, I try to set short-term goals. And uh, in order for me to achieve those goals, the practice that I inculcated in me is doing the positive mind talk. So short-term goals could be for a month, for a week, even for that particular day. And in fact, in my book writing process, Josh, I have gone down to a level on a daily goals because I had my full-time job. I had to take care of my kids. I mean, taking them out for classes. So I didn't used to get a lot of time. So whatever time I got, I wanted to make sure that I'm getting the best out of it. So, mm-hmm. so what I mean by positive mind talk is I talk to myself while going to bed and first thing in the morning, what do I want to accomplish? What I need to do tomorrow so that I get closer to my goal. And I talk to my mind while while just before going to bed. So subconsciously it remains in my mind. First thing when I get up, it helps me uh, in talking about it. So these are some of the things that has helped me in finishing up my book with uh, doing my business travel, uh, taking care of uh, family and full-time job. So that is something I, I just swear by, which is a positive mind talk. And two, as I said earlier, uh, smaller goals uh, and the smart goals. I need to know, did I achieve it or not? It should not be vague. I, I, I agree. I think, yeah, setting that kind of short-term goal actually drives you towards action <laughs> mm-hmm. because it makes it more uh, and and this is something i would say i struggle with is setting setting a realistic goal <laughs> mm-hmm. I, sometimes i overestimate myself like oh yeah i can do it and odds are i can't <laughs> and but then when you start breaking down uh some of those goals like all right well you said like let's get this done what can we do today to like pursue this impossible goal Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it starts you're like all right like maybe this is going to take longer than i thought but there is a potential like there is that chance that this could happen and that almost gives you that excitement to keep going and try it mm-hmm. and so on that note i i wonder so the biggest thing i mean especially during school a lot of people they procrastinate right they just procrastinate the work that needs to be done like there's some things you just can't ignore procrastinate it or maybe they procrastinate their actual dream how do you kind of combat that so i've specifically mentioned or spoken about this aspect josh in my first ebook that i 
wrote uh, six months ago, Be Action Oriented, where I talk about what are the things that we need to know in order to take consistent and regular action. And there are five things that I talk about. So somewhere when we are procrastinating, the first thing we need to know is the know the why. Mm. Why we want to do that particular thing. Our why has to be very, very strong because it's that why that will give you the inspiration and motivation to take the next step. Second thing is know yourself. As I was talking earlier, know your strengths, know your areas of improvement. Because if it is not for you, and if you have that goal, then you need to take someone's help. Everything you cannot do, like in book writing, I can't do edit. I'm not an editor. I had to take someone's help to edit my book. I have to take someone's help to design the book cover. So I have to take help. Knowing what I do not know is important so that I can ask for help. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is number two. Number three is uh, know your inner circle. The people who are in your inner circle are so important. They should be the ones who are motivating you, encouraging you and not discouraging. They should be the energy booster for you. You should go instead of taking a you know Red Bull, you should be making a phone call for five minutes or seven minutes who will give you that energy. So identify the people in your inner circle. Uh, then you should be knowing your, you know, when to celebrate. Sometimes what happens is we only celebrate when we achieve the goal. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the small wins, you know, and, and celebrate wisely. Like say, if you have a weight loss goal and you celebrate by eating your favorite food, no, I would not recommend that. <laughs> celebrate wisely, maybe have a drink or maybe have a cheat day. Um, so those are some of the things that are so very important for you to know that will help you in taking uh, action if you are procrastinating uh, that is that's incredible advice there i yeah for for those listening right now if you're struggling with procrastinating that is that is some sound advice there so again i want to kind of focus on the uh goals like the short-term goals for a second i like how you said uh to set those rewards i think that's that's important but this is a trap that I think some people may fall into, and that is when they set goals, the goal always ends, right? You achieve it, like you said, and you have that big celebration at the end. But then, like with, let's say, like you train to run a marathon, like that's the goal you set. You probably are training, 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 and then you get there, you do it, celebrate at the end. You probably picked up maybe some great habits along the way. But how do you, I guess, keep them and make it a part of who you are type of thing? Because once the goal ends, it's like, all right, some people, they might just say, all right, like they just discard it. They're like, next goal type of thing. Let's achieve something else. And they kind of discard uh, maybe some of the things that they developed. I don't know. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. So uh, on the same note, I have, and I will come back to that question, but what I feel when I'm working on something and when I achieve it, I feel that, oh my God, it was so easy. But before that, I was sweating or I was just going bananas at, okay, how I can do it. Once you achieve it, then you don't give that importance at times. 
So, so I just want to tell uh, my audience is when you are achieving something, okay, celebrate it to the to the best. I mean, celebrate the moment, celebrate and be mindful about that celebration. Um, coming back to your question, like once I achieve a particular goal and then I keep on moving next. Now, if if those goals different goals are in a similar line similar domain similar direction yes you can always uh, use your um, you know, skill but what i believe is any goal when you achieve there are certain things which are given which if you don't have you will not be able to achieve that goal and that that thing from my perspective is your mindset your mindset to win, your your mindset to uh, uh, be positive, your mindset to take positive action. Now, those characteristics will never change. That will help you in your next goal also. So you might think that, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. Now I'm taking another goal. But the learning that you had from that goal is something that you will take along throughout your life. Uh, so it's, it's okay if you are changing uh, your goal, but uh, those learnings will never, uh, you know, change, uh, will go away from your life because it has got inherent subconsciously in your mind. So by default, you would be doing those things. Uh, like I'm sure you must have heard many people that no matter what, I wake up at six o'clock. I don't need an alarm clock. <laughs> Right, so because subconsciously they know that okay, now it's time to come. Or and someone who is not used to, they may think that oh wow, can that happen? But some with whom it is happening, they know the reality, because subconsciously they know it. And same thing about that goal as well. Uh, yeah, I like that. I think, what is the saying? It's, it's like it's thirty days to like of hard work, to actually build the habit. It's like 60 days to actually have it like ingrained and stuck in your mind. And then it's like 90 days plus to actually make it who you are type of thing. <laughs> like it takes, it takes time to mm -hmm. develop, uh, yeah, develop something great, I guess. That's kind of what I'm getting at. And so on that note, some people may struggle with that impatience, right? I mean... I'm guilty of this too. I'll just admit it. I'm impatient. And sometimes it's like, Oh, I just, I gotta do I gotta do this. Or why can't I do this now? Type of thing. What, what would you kind of say to that? <laughs> it's, I, th I think it can drive us, but it also can hinder us. What's. So, so I think my, um, one of my strength is patience. Uh, but if you ask my wife, she will have a different answer. <laughs> Uh, and, and the reason I'm saying, and, and, and I had that discussion with my wife, okay, why do you think uh, I'm not patient? And then she said that if uh, someone is driving too slow ahead of you, you change your lane. And I said, yeah, but it depends on the need. Let's say if I have to go uh, uh, slowly, I will go. But then if I'm running late or if I have for an appointment, that's where... You know, I change lane. Uh, so anyway, so patience, um, people can, uh, it can take you to the next level. Uh, but for you to have patience, it is something that you need to practice 
silence. Mm. Uh, you have to, and, and there is this saying that silence is golden. I fully believe in that. And uh, sometimes when you are having any wrong thoughts or negative thoughts, it is better for us to just listen and be patient. And when I say listen, listen to yourself. It's not about listening to others. Listen to yourself, what your mind is saying, what your heart is saying. And then be very mindful of the choice of words. Because people may forget the words, but the feeling that they get when you are using those words, they will not forget. So we should be very, very mindful. And um, being impatient seldomly help you in achieving anything. You will may make that situation worse by being impatient. Okay, So I have this habit. I'm the first person to get ready in the house whenever we have to go out on any trip. Uh, mm -hmm. So my entire family knows it. It's, it's 5 o'clock, 5.30. I'm the first person. And what I've learned that, okay, if you are the first person, don't be after others to get ready fast. Okay, You figure out what you need to do till everyone is ready. So I have also learned over time that by being impatient, I, I, I'm not helping anyone. So if, if anyone of us is, list, is listening, they are being impatient. Probably think about it. When, when you were impatient last time, how did it make you feel? What was the outcome of that situation when you became impatient? And think of these four or five scenarios. Take notes, journal. And see, did you made proud of yourself, or did we, or the situation was became worst? Automatically, we will be able to take care of that uh, situation. There you go, and that's yeah. I, I like that. I, especially writing down when you're like some of those bad experiences, because then you have the ability to look back. Right, you have a literal written copy of what you were thinking two, three years ago when you were impatient, mm -hmm. and then you get, and it's kind of nice because then you can look back and say, "Man, look how much I've like either look how much I've grown or what am I doing?" type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. it could be a really good uh, wake up call to kind of just write write things down. I think that's Correct. that's very important. Like what? What do you do when you're alone with those thoughts in your mind, and it's just you? Like you, th your accountability partners, your mentors, all your family, friends—they got you in the gym, let's say. But then it's just you and your thoughts. How do you kind of, I guess, find that will to kind of push yourself to your limits, type of thing? Because it's just you and no one else. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, I think as previously I mentioned, uh, it's all about the why. The why behind, why are you there? What will happen when you are exercising? Visualize your, uh, you know, your, your future when you are able to do exercise regularly, it, the health benefits that you will have, how uh, energetic you will feel. So think on those positive aspects that why, that is number one. Number two, it is okay to have those feelings because the fact that it's just you and your thoughts, I believe that 
you have just come out there with force, not from your will. Okay. And it is okay. Jot down those thoughts. What are those thoughts happening? Journaling will help us in getting more clarity about our thoughts. And then um, talk to your mentor about these thoughts, about how you can take to the next step. So these are some of the things I would recommend. Uh, and it is completely okay. It will happen to the best of us. Agree. That's, and also having that willingness to learn type of thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to probably, uh, I, I like to say this, this is a thought that's been kind of circulating in my mind recently. It's, First step is courage. You have to have the courage to actually take that step. The next step is uh, competence, where other people start saying, hey, like, you're pretty good at this, man, and you're doing great work. Like, I look up to you type of thing. And then the third thing is that confidence, when you find out, like, you know what, maybe I am pretty good at this. And, you know, and you you move with more intention, more confidence, and that's, yeah, I, I call it, I guess, yeah, kind of playing on that. It, I call them the three C's. It's courage. Courage is the first step. You just have to have that courage to try. <laughs> and that's that's important. So I hate to wrap this up. This has been it's been really fun. But on that kind of courage note, there's something that conflicts with that, and that's the fear of failure. People are terrified of failing. <laughs> they're just terrified of it so how would you overcome that fear of failure so um, I'd say that uh, failure and in my book also I mentioned the fail F-A-I-L is first attempt in learning so in life there are no failures you know um, it's, it's the learning you learn from your failures and if we keep on and I'm saying it today but as I was growing up, I was having that fear of failure. And uh, this fear of failure is a very common trait of uh, people who are in the perfectionist role, uh, who term themselves as a perfectionist. And I used to be a perfectionist and uh, I, have, I have grown over a period of time. And what I would say is, if you don't fail, you will become stagnant you will not learn from your past. So if you are having that fear of failure, just think what worst will happen if you fail. Think of that next step. I'm sure you will not be able to find such great things that you will, uh, you will regret for being a failure. It's nothing is more important than your well-being, then your mindset, your, your, your mental well-being. So get rid of this habit of getting fear of failure. It's okay. It's completely fine. It is, it is very normal. Um, and I would encourage people uh, to, to fail and, and, and probably uh, take the next step because that is the first step attempt in learning. That's the intelligent answer of the day. And... If I could add to that, I think that you're you're right on that. the The fear of failure is what's it, you got to be willing to learn, <laughs> and yeah. I mean that's 
I'd like to think that's why a lot of us are here. We're here to learn. We're here to become better versions of what we could even dream of. And then, yeah, most people, when they get to the end of their lives, they share what they regret, not what they, like, regret not doing, not what they did type of thing. Because usually you have a chance, if you did do something, let's say, that's wrong or uh, you messed up type of thing, you have an opportunity to fix it. But if you don't even try at all, you can't get that back. So, well, Raul, thank you. Thank you for coming on today, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. Thank so you, Josh. you've mentioned your books and all that fun stuff, social medias. What's the best way people can reach out to you, find those books, all that fun stuff? Uh, the best place would be to visit my website, which is habitsformiracles.com. Uh, my, my title is pretty unique. Uh, it is Habits Number 4 Miracles. So uh, you can find it easily on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles. And if you want to reach out to me, my social media handles are on also on website. More than happy to uh, assist anyone who is in need. Awesome. Well, thank you, Raul, for coming on today. Thank you, Josh. You're doing amazing uh, work, my friend. I'm very uh, impressed with uh, the way you are doing things. So keep up the good work. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So everyone, as you can tell, that is Raul Sharma. He's a very intelligent person, has great things to share. I challenge you guys, if you heard anything today that spoke to you, to reach out to him. I'm sure he'd be happy to chat with you. Stay tuned till next week. We have a fantastic guest lined up for you guys. See you guys next week, and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again. And let's get after it.